Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does, and now they can't hear me talking. Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre, IFR thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. <laughs> I have drama. I have stroke. And romance. I have action adventure. I'm not together. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe I'll listen to our podcast and give these films a second chance. Today's pick. I'm the podcast. Is John's pick? Question mark. Uh, It's 1996's Eraser. This is an action crime thriller, so Tony could have did this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Tony gave you a really weird side eye right there. <laughs> Tony's like, I can't do this because the main character and it's named John, like almost all the movies you've done this year. <laughs> Tony was like, Please go through one? that list. Well, and then his friend is Johnny. Yeah. He had, to, he had to do this was the culmination because there's two Johns in this movie. There's John Kruger and then Johnny the Pizza Guy, whatever that guy's name mm-hmm. is, his friend. I don't uh-huh. remember his last name, the Italian dude or whatever. Well, Johnny there was Equilibrium with John Preston. <laughs> there was Terminator 2 with John Connor. Mm-hmm. There was The A-Team with John Hannibal Smith. <laughs> there was Tombstone with Johnny Ringo. There was Face Off starring John Travolta. <laughs> there was Hot Tub Time Machine starring John Cusack. There was G.I. Jane. And I and I, I was like, G.I. Jane, I was like, that uh, Vigo Mortensen, his name's not fucking John in that movie. Damn if his fucking name isn't John in that movie. <laughs> It's John something something Urgile. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Armageddon, no one entrapment, except for John Connery. <laughs> John. Uh, Money, Money Train, Wesley Snipes' name was John. Uh, the Punisher, starring John Travolta. See, those look count because those are actors, not the characters. Shadow, the main guy, the bad guy's name was John Lone. So, but now you did, you know, by having uh, the dad in Haywire's name was John Kane. Very popular names for screenwriters. <laughs> so, uh, I stopped after this year. I didn't go back into the archives. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go with, well, Jack Burton's given name is John because it's Jack. Right. So he could actually be named Josh, though. No, it's John. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Put it on speaker. It's potential span from Chillicothe, Iowa. Is that how you would say that? Chillicoth? I don't know. Chillicoth? Might you just get in silence. Sorry, sound. If very exotic like sounding Iowa. for Iowa. It's All probably right. Native American. So this movie's uh, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomato scores are 38 and 39, respectively. It's got a Metacritic of 56. Its budget was about $100 million, Ooh. and its mm-hmm. worldwide gross was $242,295,562.78. Mm-hmm. $0.78 cents is a lie. Yeah, $100 million in 1996. There's not a lot in this movie. There's a few explosions. It must be a lot of uh, Arnie's... It's those railguns, that Arnie's special tail. effect. There's some CGI in the movie. But after you figure, you know, a whole bunch of other things, there's really not a whole lot of profit in this. But I think Arnie took a decent paycheck on this. I bet he did. Um, I just realized I didn't do any reviews. What? Really? Yeah. Would you like to look some up while we talk about what we thought going in? <laughs> so what did you think going in, Carly? I thought, I don't know anything about this movie. It's probably about Arnold Schwarzenegger erasing people. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he was a cartoonist. <laughs> and he, you didn't know anything about this? No. 
It's really popular. Yeah. She doesn't care. I mean, I know I expected you not to ever have seen it, but didn't know anything about it. Wow. I don't think it's not, I was... It's not one of his popular movies. It's super so. into Arnold think. Schwarzenegger when I was it's in so good, grade. though. <laughs> or maybe. It's terrible. You'll see. You'll find out. Make up your own mind, but it's good. Right. I was like, cool ass. Mm. I was like, I remember seeing this, I think, once. Wow, in a really? theater, I think I saw it. Wow. Tony was like, is it free anywhere? No. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> we thought we owned this and again we did that we looked through everything but we couldn't find it so I'm pretty oh, certain cool we lights. did own this so we had to rent it too which was a bummer he used all my Amazon credits mm. <laughs> I told Tony I was saving those for a book and he was like were you? I said maybe he said do you really need more books? <laughs> so what's um, that uh, to be read pile looking yes. like? 7, 8,000? there's no such thing as too many books you know this I'm just saying. I said, are you an author telling me to stop buying books? Yeah, I'm what the just fuck, saying. <laughs> well, here's something. out on a book. Here's something you should know. Mm-hmm. Crevolution wow. right, says, 10 years ago, I really wanted to see this movie in the cinema. But I missed it. And then I forgot about it. Oh, boy, am I glad I didn't go to a movie and ruined my teenage eyes back then. Wow. I saw it yesterday, and seriously, it's among the 10 worst films I've ever seen. Wow. wow. Ever. What have you seen? And I've talked about movies which <laughs> have had so much attention, such as those wonderful trailers on TV. And too much money spent on actors who don't know what they're doing. That was a little brutal. Yeah, that James Conn guy, he's probably not going to go anywhere. Wait, well, is that the dude from Elf? <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. And in contrast to that, here's a 10 for 10. Mm-hmm. Um, by Eraser81. Wow. <laughs> Might be a little biased. A super it could fan. be a fan. <laughs> and it's um, titled Your Luggage. Oh. Wow. That's not even that good of a line. No. All chalks up another blockbuster to the list. This time it's the eraser, John Kruger, who erased your past to protect your future. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Arnold Schwarzenegger is excellent in this, and he didn't even need to make a franchise. Just one and done. Schwarzenegger is good in this. 10 for He's 10. Great in this. <laughs> Given that he does act in this, I mean, I really thought there'd be more to that review than that, but I picked it because the guy's handle was a racer eighty one. Like, well, this has got to be a good one. All right. So this movie mm-hmm. has a director. His what? name is Chuck Russell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will know Chuck Russell from such things as The Blob, nineteen eighty eight. Nice. Um, The Mask, nineteen ninety four. Nice. Nightmare on Elm Street three. Wow. The best that one. was Dream Warriors? Yeah. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the podcast. Why did I know that? Because <laughs> it's the best one. Jesus. He also did Collateral with um, Tom Cruise. Nice. And some other things, but that's what we're going to go with here. Mm-hmm. So the the writers on this, mm-hmm. there, was, there was four of them. Wow. Tony Purier, Waylon Green. Is this a remake of anything? No. Okay. And Michael Churchrian. Who only did the story. The other two did the screenplay. And I said four and I lied to you. Yeah, I was going to say, that's only three. <laughs> <laughs> but um, none of them really have done anything that you'd recognize. Mm-hmm. So, so they wrote this movie. Now, where was I? Starring this guy you might Welcome have heard back. of. Welcome back to the podcast. How many times now? I'm Swastnagel. Well, Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Predator. And Predator. 
We T2. did T2. Yep. Uh, Jingle All the Way, didn't we do that? Nope. No. No, we actually didn't ever do Red that. Red Sonia, though. He was yeah, we, that. Red yeah. Sonia. Oh, was was he in the, in the Expendables? Expendables. Yeah. Yep. in all these kind of movies. He was Isn't a bar really patron in The Rundown. Yep. Uh, he was walking out. I'll give it to him. Wow. He had a that's lot. A, he had that's a lot, seven. I guess. So this is eighth appearance. Yeah. Let's <laughs> catch him up. I mean, I have another welcome back to the podcast. All the Conans helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are more almost half of his appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, another welcome back to the podcast is Vanessa Williams. Welcome back to the podcast from the greatest episode we've ever done. Monster Squad. Harley Davidson and oh. the Marlboro Man. Although, in Monster I Squad? No. No. Really liked the episode for 18 again. I thought that episode was real funny. <laughs> uh, she was also in Shaft and a bunch of romantic hmm. movie type things. She does a lot of. Uh, she does a lot of, yeah. What's it called? Uh, Hallmark movies, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, another welcome back to the podcast is an actor named James Kahn, who's, a, uh, you know, one of Carly's favorites. That guy from Elf. He's, yeah, he's an elf. <laughs> Nothing else of note, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think any of those other movies did did anything. Let's see. Let me let me look here. Uh, he was in this movie called Misery. Mm. That might have did okay. I think yeah. it made a couple shekels. Yeah, a couple bucks. Uh, he was in this little uh, independent film called The Godfather yeah. mm-hmm. that I think, I think sold I more that. tickets than any other movie in history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little, little flicks. Yeah. Small little, little independent <laughs> flicks. But he was also in a movie called Sicilian Vampire, which absolutely <laughs> sucked. Get it? Nah. <laughs> um, uh, James Coburn was in this. Mm-hmm. He played the boss. Mm-hmm. You may recognize him from such epics as <laughs> The Great Escape, The Magnificent Seven, Maverick. <laughs> yeah, you can't get too deep because most of the people in this movie are in other stuff. That we've done, like all yeah. all the B characters in this are from, like the one dude's from Aliens, the other dude's from like Lethal Weapon. Like there's mm-hmm. tons of, so best just stick to the, the first few. One dude from few. Con Air. Yeah, and the last one we'll talk about is Tombs from Riddick. Is um, Robert Pestorelli. That's mm-hmm. the cast name. Who we all know. Welcome back to the podcast from Michael. Yep. Yeah, and he was in Beverly Hills Cop. He was in Dance of the Wolves. Get Shorty. I mean, not Get Shorty, though, but Be Cool. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of others. He's been around. And he was in that TV show. Over there. Was that Murphy Brown? Yeah, Murphy Brown. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was so good in that. <laughs> oh, man. Now I want to watch Murphy Brown. That show might not hold Elaine up. works with someone named Reba. No, really? She's a single mom. Works real hard. Damn. He's, does she love her kids and never stops? She does. But... I was like, holy shit. I, I was saying something the other day that I'm going to be late and Reba's going to be pissed. And he's like... Do you work with you work with someone named Reba? And I said yes. He goes, is she a single mother that works real hard? And I said, yes. <laughs> but she is a not a redheaded country singer. Oh. She is a Jamaican lady. <laughs> well, we can get her to dye her hair. Oh. Nobody got time for that. She's a survivor mom. Uh, speaking about this movie, uh, it was in the trivia that this was considered one of his last great acting roles. Um, because when you look at it, he did Last Action Hero, and then he did T2, and then he did True Lies and Junior, then he did Racer, then he did Jingle All the Way, then Batman and Robin, All right, well. then End of Days, then The Sixth Day. End of Days wasn't bad. 
And then there's kind of, and then Terminator Three. That was bad. Then he's there's kind of like a he did like a gap where he's just doing like little things stuff. like around the he did a thing in Around the World in Eighty Days and he was in The Kid and I and he was in Expendables one and two. Mackie was terrible. Then he, he was, didn't really star in a movie again until 2013 when he did The Last Stand. Do you know why? Because. He was being a governor. He was the governor. But like when he comes back, these movies, The Last Stand, The Escape Plan, Sabotage, these are all like, they're practically old Steven Seagal scripts. (laughs) Like they're not good movies. I did like that movie where, it was not great, but that movie where he was the assassin and they were trying to outdo him. I don't know what it was called. It was like a joke comedy. It was very good. But he was cool as shit at the end when he showed up. But, like, this is, like, one of his last, like, when he stopped to, to pursue politics, when he came back, he it was just not good. I don't think he's really looking to do big blockbuster movies anymore. No, he's maybe not. He's like, 70. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, was like, he's older than me when he made this. In By a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> he was already winding down. 49, I think, when he made this. Yeah, he was already winding down. Yeah. But let's get to this magnum opus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Warner Brothers flick. And we open to someone tying a pair of shoes in the most manly way possible. And it's John Kruger. Oh, shit, another John. Hey, yo! <laughs> and another Kruger. <laughs> so, not to be confused with John, this character's name is Johnny. Mm-hmm. Johnny is tied up. And mm-hmm. uh, him and his wife are, be- are about to be burned alive. Yeah, they're While Dean Martin's that Samore plays in the background. Yeah, it's uh, pretty rough. They want to yank his tongue out. And like cut it off yeah. to be a trophy because mm-hmm. burning the death's not bad enough. <laughs> you know, cut it, pulling yank. Well, he cut talked. His tongue out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna make you suffer before you die because you talked. But all of a sudden, there's a bunch of mob guys just walking around the house like looking for sandwiches and shit because that's what you do during a murder. Well, I'm not gonna watch this guy pull out some dude's tongue. I'm gonna go get something to eat. Well, anyway, and he needs to get the ice because the dude messed up his hand punching this guy in the face. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, they're getting sandwiches and looking through stuff, and anyway, they're just all vanishing. Yeah. Like, just vanishing. And all of a sudden, we find a ninja. And he's there, and he kills every... That's not a ninja. It's a very large... That's a commando. A large ninja. (laughs) It's a very large ninja. I do love that he has the mask and, like, the black suit on. Like, dude, you're, like, 6'3", 700 pounds. You stand out a little bit, man. (laughs) It's like, you can't see me. It's like, I can absolutely see you. Anyway, so they killed one by one. And he takes off his mask and finds out oh, it's Schwarzenegger. But we knew that. Yeah, it could have been someone else. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Could have been Luke Ferrigno. You're right. <laughs> but he's but, and that would have been really unexpected. <laughs> like, Considering everybody thought this was that would have been a movie. really good. Like you see this guy like oh it's Schwarzenegger. He pulls off the mask and Ferrigno like oh holy <laughs> shit. Ferrigno was in a movie. <laughs> Ferrigno's great. Anyway. I mean, yes, but... So then he starts pouring fake blood all over Johnny and his wife, and is like, don't move, you're dead, and takes pictures of them. He's like, honey, do what you say. He's like, all right, I'm going to need your IDs, your jewelry, I need everything. Clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. No, no. Nope, that's different. That was a different movie. That made all of the money. Uh-huh. This movie made some money. All right, so then he tells Johnny, all right, come with me, I need, I need your help. And they go to a truck, and they pull out some dead bodies, you know, like you do. Yeah. And he's like, all right, now take all of your clothes and put them on these dead bodies. Like, sure. That sounds like it would take a while. <laughs> it does sound like it would take a while. I mean, like, if you've ever tried to dress a toddler, 
So now Arnold had shot some Polaroids of them dead and put them in one of the killer's pockets. And they dragged the killers outside and make it look like they turned on each other. Just then, they set the house on fire as the police arrive. Just as the police arrive. <laughs> and he calls the police close. and they're not done yet. We're like, um, and he's like, we need an audience. And, he, and we're like, they saw you drive away, dude. That, yeah. was, that was real really close. close. <laughs> also, good response time on the cops in this area, man. <laughs> well, what was that? Seven seconds? That was, <laughs> it was pretty good. Shadowbrook? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not that good. <laughs> Dracula comes to town. All right, so then Johnny tells John tells Johnny, "Look, this is a one-time thing. You slip up again, and you're on your own. Your ass." I'll is kill ice. you myself. I, well, I was gonna say your ass is grass, but I'll kill myself. Mm. So we like cut that. the John. What? He doesn't say it like that. That's just offensive. <laughs> Better? <laughs> no, this is an offensive impression. All right, so we cut the John. Gargle and marbles. <laughs> Are you done? No. <laughs> I ate all my candy. Ha! <laughs> Alright, so then he walks into the Witsec building, and he mm-hmm. walks up to some guys like, Hey, John, I got some uh, dates here. You want to look them at him? And he, there's three Ohio driver's licenses. And so he runs his fingers across them and hits the one in the middle and goes, That's the fake one. Because two were real and one was from their lab. And my question is, why... Is the feds making fake IDs? Well, it's they could just go make real IDs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the point is that it's their lab, and they just and there's something wrong with their equipment. Because mm. every I remember seeing this the first time, going, "Well, can't they just go to Ohio and get a new license?" <laughs> Aren't they the government? <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm sure the way that the the government gets fake IDs is they call up the state and say, uh, "Issue an, uh, a license in this name, this date of birth." Mail it to us. Mail it to us, yeah. Or we'll have someone pick it up. <laughs> and that's how that works. And they say, okay. Just just, just a thought. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyway, the other guy's like, who's that? And um, Virtual Actually, guy says, I could tell you. But they wouldn't want to just call the DMV because the DMV probably keeps some sort of record. They don't want a record of the fake IDs they're making. They have their own equipment. They definitely don't. <laughs> they definitely don't. All right, so. They want to create the record. They want this person to have existed. <laughs> All right, so John goes to his office, and he's updating some records, and now he's moving dental records. Like, he actually grabs them and moves them over. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, sure. To show that, hey, this now Johnny is now dead, and dead guy is now Johnny. And the guy from Elf walks in. Oh, and, wow. He's in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, Dad. <laughs> he's like what that does not happen <laughs> and they make snow angels together <laughs> and spaghetti <laughs> um, they talk about John's work we find out um, the guy from Elf's name is Robert in this by the way mm-hmm. and Robert we find out is John's mentor taught him everything he knows but um, he needs to be more careful but he did good work so now Arthur walks in, who's James Corbin, Corbon, that guy, mm-hmm. who's the boss boss. And he tells John, hey, I got an assignment for you. Mm-hmm. And he says, this poor lady's uh, only crime is being real and a real good and honest person. Like, wow. Evidently in this world, everybody's bad and corrupt. Well, they do allude more than once to how everybody in Witsec is a terrible, horrible criminal person. 
that they're just sheltering because they turned on their, you know. Bosses or whatever. The guy's like, don't you get tired of babysitting scumbags and stuff like that? And it's like, I think there's probably lots of people who <laughs> who saw something they shouldn't have seen and needed help. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's your job. So, same as when you're defending a murderer as a lawyer. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, good job's your job. Which was my favorite joke. I like to tell lawyers. What do you call a hundred lawyers better to the deck in sand? Not enough sand. <laughs> I love that one. Anyway. Um, so we learned uh, there are some serious players in Washington that are going to be implicated in this. And they could be barely burned as she's going to inform on the Cyrex Corporation. Mm-hmm. Because this was the 90s and you had to have some really cool techno-sounding company. <laughs> they actually got sued and had to change their name. Mm-hmm. Really? Because it was too much. It was too close to an actual company's name. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, so they had to change it from Mobile to um, <laughs> yeah. And this is a weapons manufacturer mm-hmm. who has mm-hmm. contracts with the government. Right. But you would think, like, if that's your job, and you just make weapons for the government. What if they don't like your weapons? Like, oh shit, everybody's fired. Yeah. They'd want us like. When you buy a Beretta, Beretta sells guns to everybody. Yeah. Everybody can buy one. I wouldn't want to make weapons only for one customer. No. What can go wrong with that? This shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, there are some agents watching Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we cut to Lee, and we have some agents, some FBI agents, that is, are watching Lee as she's about to go into a computer room, and we see she's got a big brooch on, and the brooch Very is... Very big. It's, well, it's the 90s. Yeah. If somebody's wearing that kind of a brooch ever, I always assume it's fake a fake camera. camera. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the people I see wearing them? those are really old ladies. <laughs> I always think they're on the some perfect kind of spine, steam. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect spine. All right, so Lee has clearance, and she goes into the computer room to steal some files. And yes, one of those agents is Howard Stark. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that guy's so familiar. And then I looked up, I was like, oh, it's Iron Man's dad. And Tony was like, yes! He's <laughs> like, and I'm done. <laughs> I have nothing further to teach you, Padawan. <laughs> All right, so she gets into the room and she makes two copies on mini discs. Now these little <laughs> mini discs were a thing for a second. Yeah, the very problem was slim. they didn't have a whole lot of space for information. Yeah, so you couldn't get a whole lot on them, and the bigger like CD sizes were popular. You can get more stuff on there. Yeah. You can put them in a regular CD case. But these were cool. <laughs> they were cool because every time you saw one of these in a movie or ever, they were important. Except for when you were solving, like, all right, what's on here? All oh, like three files, because that's what <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> But they load a lot of information on this little mini disc. And I'm like, I call bullshit. You would need a, a DVD for that Super kind of. top secret special mini disc. Yeah. That right. Like a terabyte. <laughs> <laughs> the terabyte mini disc of 1996. <laughs> very well hidden. Uh, we know what Carly's favorite uh, tertiary object is. <laughs> The terabyte mini disc. Actually, <laughs> I may have to rethink it. Mm. The terabyte mini disc of 1996 is what we're going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so we see that she's she's downloading plans for a railgun, um, and she takes that second copy and she puts it in her um, compact mm-hmm. because that's where you'd want. I feel know. like that would instantly ruin that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, makeup's usually always good for electronic equipment. <laughs> Um, so as she leaves, she's greeted by the security, who's like, um, Mr. Donahue would like to see you. Mm-hmm. Phil Donahue? Yes, the Phil Donahue. 
And she's like, well, tell him I'm on my way. I'll be there in a little bit. And he's like, no, no, I have to take you now. And she's like, well, fuck a duck. Shit. The FBI guys are like, oh, shit. Like, she's dead. We didn't even get our evidence. So um, Lee goes up and is shown her going into the vault Mm -hmm. by Mr. Donahue. And and she's like, hey, um, I'm sorry. And he's like, (laughs) this is you betraying me. And she's like, look, you're a traitor. You're supposed to be selling guns to the U.S. government. And you're selling them to somebody else. And he's like, oh, come on, Lee. Don't be so um, so stupid. We both know, you know, yada, yada, yada. She's like, I didn't know we were um, committing treason. I didn't sign up for that. And he's like, look, I'm a salesman. I found the highest bidder. So that's who we sold them to. And then she tells him the FBI are listening to us right now. And he finds the camera. He's like, well, fuck a duck. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, they're on their way up here right now. So he pulls a gun and goes, does that make you feel safe? Which really reminded me of um, in Batman. Bane. <laughs> He's like, I paid you. And he puts his hand on his shoulder. Does that give you power over me? Yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, shit. He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Bane kills that guy. Yeah. A lot. Because he's Bane. We should watch Bane Man. Bane Man? <laughs> we should watch Bane Man? I would like to see a live-action Bane movie. Like with a Tom Hardy Bane. Like Wait. a Joker movie? Yeah. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't watch that at all. Well, I'm going with Tony. You don't have to go. Okay, sweet. Why do you want to go hang out with me? I always want to hang out with you, but I don't want to go watch that movie. That's all right. <laughs> I'm, sure we, I'm sure me and Tony can find some other people who will be dying to see There are plenty movie. of movies I want to go see. Tell you what, I'll They're go watch like, that movie if you thing. please go <laughs> see, what is it, yeah, The Lost City with me? Yeah. I really want to see that. We're going to get to it. I was going to try to see it this week, but this week is almost over. I know. This week is almost Not over. made it. Thank you. You have to go tomorrow. Or then the week's it's officially the done. No, but that's the Set. weekend. Yeah, the end it's of the week. end of the week. No more time is left. Still, Too much stuff to do tomorrow. But it's still part of the week. Is that stuff by all the laundry you didn't do this week? Yes. <laughs> I also have to return some packages to the UPS store from Amazon. And I needed to go do something else. And we're trying to make a mock-up of one of the wedding tables. So I have to get that ready. I want ready. a good seat. I've been making flowers this week. <laughs> I want a good seat. Do we have a sign-in seated? A high back chair. A sign-in seated? <laughs> Do we have a sign-in seated? No. I don't think so. No. So I'm, I'm telling you I want a good seat. That. It really doesn't matter. You're not a sign-in You seated. should make a sign-in seated. You should. Uh, I don't want I'm going to keep saying it like chart. that. I just don't want to make a Why not? It sounds like fun. It's just so much more work. <laughs> I'll do it. I can do Tony could make a... Dude, make a seating chart. Just okay. for funsies. Okay. Today we were trying to figure out. It took. We spent like two it, hours trying to figure out how we're going to arrange the tables. <laughs> not two you, hours. More like two minutes. Look, <laughs> you're you acting are, like Tony does not have graph paper or push pins or little flags or. I wanted to wait for her to ask me to help. Because she's sitting there drawing and drawing, and I'm like, how long is she going to sit and work on a map before she calls me to help? Apparently, Apparently until the day before the wedding. So I'll just jump in with my graph paper, draw this fucking map, and I feel and we like that this. seems like right in your wheelhouse. You should, or we should just do it, and when she's sitting there, just walk out and be like, I got you. Yeah, I basically did. Oh, man. I tell you, it's super cool when you spend hours and hours working on someone, and the, on something, and then someone else comes along and is like, oh, I already did that, and it's way better than your plan. <laughs> That feels really weird. Please don't do that. What? He put his... 
I put my feet on his lap, but he's putting his fingers between my toes. <laughs> All right, back to the movie. Like so anyway, so when he's like, this this gives you power over me. <laughs> and then shoots himself in the face. In the and face. It, it was like, wow. Did not Close the window coming. out behind It's like, him. you leave me no choice. And it looks like he's going to shoot her. But that's not what he does. Pulls a bud. What's his name? Bud? The senator guy that blew his brains out on TV? You ever seen that? No. It's pretty cool. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, this one dude got caught with corruption or something. And he's sitting there talking, and he pulls out a gun, and everybody starts to rush the stage. He goes, don't rush me, because I don't want to hurt anybody. And they're like, well, we want you to put the gun down. And he goes, oh, okay, hold on. Bam, and just blows his brains out. And, like, they show it, and it's crazy. Because he wow. just falls on the ground, and blood just pours out of his nose for, like, 20 <laughs> okay. minutes. Here, I got the video right here. I'll show you. I'll I, I look it up on you. No, it's, it's Bud something. I can't remember his last name. I saw it a long time ago. Well, anyway, Lee, a chance. Lee runs downstairs. He gets to the waiting FBI van. And they speed off. They give it a yay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's told that, uh, that she's done a great service for her country. Now it's time to think about her safety. And she's like, wait, what? Bud Dwyer. That's it, Bud Dwyer. He's oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. It's no, Pennsylvania he, State Treasurer. Oh, yeah, he okay. was. Yeah. <sighs> he had a lot on his mind. But now they're like, okay, here's the Witsec people. And she's like, I'm sorry. What? Why can't I just go home? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, there's some well, very dangerous you, people. You're, you're in about a room to die. And somebody's got their brain blown out. You might need to stick Meanwhile, around for a minute. Arnold's like, she should have known exactly what was going to happen after this. But they didn't tell her because the FBI are assholes. And she might not Female be ready to inspectors? do it if they told yes. her that her whole life was going to be erased. <laughs> well, she's like, well, F this. I'm mobile and leaves. And John's like, you are an asshole. Mm-hmm. And he tells them that they should have done a little bit better job letting her know what her life was going to be like if she did this. They and then did he not says, do their due diligence. Then he hits him with this line. It's a lot easier putting her ass on the line than yours. Mm. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, yep. All right. So we see the feds are turning in their evidence. And I the evidence you, dog. clerk. I keep accidentally touching Tony. Can you, do you have to yell right now? I'm, you know. I have to talk to him. No, you don't. The evidence clerk is dirty. The evidence clerk swaps out the disc. Everybody's dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Lee goes home and we see that she has a second disc still. And she loads it up on a computer, but she can't run it because she didn't know that this thing was connected to the internet. And that it was sending a signal back to Cyrex. <laughs> because this woman who works at this company yeah. didn't know that you could only access these discs from a special computer with certain software. And well, I think she was just trying to look and see which was on the disc, and, and didn't. she should have known that she couldn't do that. I mean, some of it might have been accessible. She huh. wouldn't know until she looked. She would because she works there. Anyway, so this alerts Cyrex, and they're like, "Oh, we found her!" But then she calls her friend, who's a reporter, and her reporter gives us some terrible advice. She, she says, if you go public, they won't dare touch you. They'll kill you immediately. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, and I started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> see, that's some shit a reporter will tell you. Yeah. You come that's, forward and no one, let me tell your story and you'll be safe. This they're going to fucking murder you. Yeah. This a, they're going to kill you or they're going to sue you for defamation. No, they're, you're going to suicide. You're going to fucking <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein like a motherfucker. <laughs> Who, by the way, didn't kill himself. I heard that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. But yeah, bad Did advice. Reporter tell you that? No, no. <laughs> but friends, put it on receive. If a reporter tells you to let them tell your story because you know you're safe, they're lying. 
Yeah. What? Snowden had to move to a new country. Yeah. I mean. He still can't come back. Yeah. Um, they're all full of shit. They, you're not safe. No. Anyway. But she tells her friend she can't open the files. And she's like, well, send it to me. And we'll put Cyrus on the front page. I'm like, this lady's going to get you killed. This lady doesn't seem to understand who they're dealing with here. She's going to get killed. Well, she does. I know. She doesn't. I don't think any either of them fully understand what they are dealing with. No, because they can't see what's... This is the other thing. She looks at the disc. I can't see what's on the disc. Then the reporter is like, well, you give me the disc and we'll nail it to the wall. But neither of you know what this evidence is yeah. Yeah. because you can't actually see it. So you actually have no evidence. And she said to the FBI, I came to you with a clerical error that I thought was suspicious. It could so be an episode of Ren and Stimpy knows, for all you fucking know. There's some, someone is committing Stimpy. fraud and just stealing from the company. <laughs> it looks like she thought maybe she found the company was embezzling on government contracts, which yeah. is why you would, why would you go to the FBI? Why would you go to the FBI if you found a clerical error? Mm-hmm. So she had to have thought so the movie something. Can happen. She thought yeah, but something bigger. Was she had going to have on. thought it was wrong. like embezzlement, not like selling yeah. treasonous gun running. Mm-hmm. So the movie can happen. I know, but I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm so, trying to fill in the plot hole. Don't, why you? Don't, don't why won't you let side. me spackle, spackle that hole over? <laughs> because it's it's it's. Uh, Somebody put their fist in the wall, and I'm trying to spackle it shut. Anyway, I'm good at that. I'm so an excellent she goes, spackler. She's at she's at her house, and she hears a ruckus. <gasps> You Can you describe the room? <laughs> like some fucker in the bathroom. Mm. And all of a sudden, Dale is there. Who the fuck is Dale? Well, know. Dale's here to die. Mm. So Dale's her ex-boyfriend, and they argue a little bit. Is it okay to break into your ex-girlfriend's no. house? No. So, like oh, my God. He's a stalker man. <laughs> and, and he's all, you don't feel bad that he gets no. murdered at all. And he's all willy-nilly like, hey, uh, we need to be together. And he, she's like, you're an asshole. He's like, don't you miss me? Isn't it hard for you to say things like this? And she's like, it was at first. But you keep showing up at my job, sending me shit. Now you're showing up in my house. She's like, I wish you would just get hit by a railgun bullet. <gasps> oh. When they do this, so when he gets killed in a minute, you don't feel bad for him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just then, um, we see there's some assassins. And they have a railgun. Because, sure, why not? Let's use a super <laughs> secret, expensive gun that's... It, I did the math. It's fifty-two thousand dollars a gun. Shit. <laughs> Tony goes, "How many times can you shoot that gun before it melts?" There are times <laughs> when they just keep shooting yeah. that gun, yeah. like there's unlimited ammo, and, and it there's won't nothing get else hot. that would murder this one except for this round <laughs> yeah. gun. Like that seems like a really there, bad idea. There is four of you. You could just <laughs> go kill her. <laughs> Use a steak knife. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so isn't um, this going to be? Apparent that this is a weird weapon that was shot, <laughs> and then somebody shot at this house a hundred times. Yeah. When they try to take the ballistics out, and it goes from one of the through the dirt into the ground, they're like, "I don't think this was a, a, a forty-five. I don't think I don't think they got these rounds at Walmart." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, it's that there's only one gun in the world that could have shot yeah, exactly. like that. That, it's like, really, criminals really need to diversify. Yeah. Stop buying from that one dude. Well, three people in the world use this type of bullet. Really? Three? <laughs> I mean, it worked out for Lois Lane in the desert. That few that few, many, few people use a bullet. How do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as when Batman found yeah. the, the bullet and, <laughs> the was magic. Able, and was able to pull the bullet out of the wall. And there was, they were able to find the shell casing and add it later and find <laughs> the fingerprint. Magic. 
Yeah. I was like, that's not helpful. It's work, dude. But he is the world's greatest detective. Oh, apparently. So at least we know going in. Like, they're not. Pr- he's the best at he's, falsifying evidence. Look. Look, there'd be no fucking shell casing there. I would, I would posit that Batman can be as ridiculous as, as he wants because we know this is fantasy. So everything goes in a fantasy universe. This is supposed to be reality. <laughs> also, um, I don't. I don't know, but what do you think that that computer program, that computer and that gun and that setup cost to build to catch the Joker? I mean, if you wait another 10 minutes, he's going to burn something or blow something <laughs> up. You don't need the fingerprint, you know? <laughs> so you spend an awful lot of money to get a fingerprint and, of Joker. And time. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of his thing. Yeah. But. All right, so uh, John shows up with some balloons. You don't know it's John. Some gentleman shows up at the house with balloons. You know it's John. We know. <laughs> know it's John. And the doorbell rings. and she, night balloons. And Dale is like, are you seeing somebody else? Is that this motherfucker here? Well, let's open the door. See who it is. And he opens the door. You're Whoops. just down. <laughs> and just then, because he was there, they're like, oh, hey, this is a balloon guy. Let's kill him, too. Sure. And they spend a fortune. I mean, they're just shooting... It, they shoot Dale in the chest. Because mm-hmm. this gun will also show you like an X-ray. Yeah, it has an X-ray person, sight so on it. you can see where their beating heart is and shoot at Which, honestly, you could just sit there all night and just X-ray him, and that'll kill him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot her now, we're out of bullets. But she did have to go to the doctor the next day. She was shitting blood. <laughs> Definitely not having any kids. So he's like, let's just give her a little cancer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> also, when they did, I'm it. just thinking that's a really, that's a real long con assassination. It is. It is. Just every day, go to the house and X-ray him for like, like an this. hour. <laughs> when he to the house, why isn't all the metal in the house going <laughs> like a microwave or something? I don't know. No right. metal in the science oven. Mm-hmm. No, that's good advice. That's from uh, American Hustle. We should do that movie. That's a good movie. It's I not. I think it made all the money. Yeah. It's not that great a movie. I don't have any idea. All right. Well, it's the kind of movie you want to watch. It's a, once it's a good thing like, that these. I'm good. It's mm-hmm. a good thing that Lee and um, John put their plot armor on before the scene, because yes. they were able to get out of there. Um, and on the way out, John makes the house a bomb mm. by pulling the gas and then turning the heat on. They really should get to work on these gas lines in movies that they just yank out of the uh, wall <laughs> every time and fill the house immediately with no smell. <laughs> Charlie's like the bad guys walk in and they go. You smell that, right? It's gas. <laughs> no, no, they don't. No. It's amazing. There's no part of that. This one dude is standing next to the fucking hose. And yeah. Nothing. Oblivious. If you leave a burner on for five seconds, you smell that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that gas has no smell. Yeah, they add they that add so you know it. Yeah. Otherwise, you all will die. Yeah. <laughs> but in the 90s, <sighs> it had that smell. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. All right, so John and Lee drive away in his van. And, he exp- and she explains that the gun is an EMP gun, and it's the world's most powerful assault rifle. And he's like, you mean the rail gun? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. He goes, she's like, it's not supposed to exist. The last time they had one, it was on the side of a Navy ship, yeah. which was true. They were working yeah. on those. Like, actually, they do have them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so we cut to, we see someone calling what is this undersecretary of the Navy and telling him that she still has the disc. And he's like, shit. He actually says shit. And now he knows he got to cover his ass. <laughs> and I bet he likes go <laughs> This is Alfred. Alfred, hi. 
Me and Tony were playing Onward, and he went to kill a guy. And he goes, "This is Alfred," and then shot him. <laughs> Alfred, hi. I mean, and then was, John scalped him. It was funny. That's not true. All right. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, she watches when we play, so she knows you the terrible stuff that we do. Anyway, so Lee burns all of the cards and tells John um, that you know she is no more, and he's like, "No, you're more than just these cards." In here, and you're like, oh, they're trying to shoehorn some romance. Into this Apparently, there was a romantic ending that they shot, but it didn't test well, so they took it out. That's because which these, makes sense. These two don't have romantic chemistry. No, no. but he, he and Billy and Predator had more romantic <laughs> chemistry. Oh, was that on our list of movies we did with him in it? <laughs> yeah, Predator. Yeah, Predator. We okay. still didn't mention that. But yeah, and like he gives her the speech about how she's more than just that. And then he's like, I need your necklace too. Then she goes into this big thing about where she got the necklace from. And he's like, great. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to sell it to the scrap gold guy. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day they go to what I assume is Chinatown? Question mark. Mm-hmm. And it's placed with one of John's other witnesses. And he gives her new... Uh, uh, a new ID and a credit card. It's like, I gave you AAA rating credit. She's like, ooh. And he's like, it's not a spending spree. And her she name is... Really shouldn't go outside. And Stay in here. <laughs> her new name is Deborah. And I'm like, is this guy the shadow? Because like everybody that's his, that he's saved, he can just call them for favors and stuff. And I was like, okay, yes. cool. He says he works alone many times in this movie. <laughs> but and he's then he wrong. calls up another no. person. No, what he means is... <laughs> I don't work with my, with the people at Witsec. Yeah. I work alone in the office because I have this underground connected network of, of my witnesses. Of witnesses. Shadow knows. Yeah, he work, He so does. He gives her the decoder ring, and he says, "Oh, by the way, I work alone. If anybody comes to you and says that I've sent them, and gives her a gun, you use this." And she's like, "Ooh, a fancy." <laughs> so Lee sees on TV the uh, corrupt undersecretary telling Congress that Cyrez has got to be innocent and there's going to be a full investigation and they'll be cleared mm-hmm. like most political um, investigations internal investigation yeah, like when they had all those Hillary Clinton laptop and they were like yeah we checked it. it's fine hmm. it's like you've had it for two days <laughs> which this is the other thing she gets the evidence for the FBI, gives it to the FBI, and now there's, like, this investigation is broken into the news, right? But even if the undersecretary had not stolen the disc and, and destroyed it, they still can't view the disc unless they're in the, like, I know. they never <laughs> even got to look at it. No? Yeah, I'm worried about that. Right. All you have to do is just go sit in that. They room. still don't even know. Like, how could they break this to the public when they didn't even know what evidence they had? That's true. Because this is like that same night or the next day. It's only been twenty four hours. You gotta believe that Cybers is not letting the FBI in their corporation to They're look at the fucking disc. <laughs> and by the it's time gonna they, take like two weeks. And by the time they get the search warrant to get that computer, that well, that computer doesn't exist anymore. No. <laughs> we had an inconvenient fire. It's like, oh, we need to get that computer. What computer? The one in that room. There's no computer in that room. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Well, you get that computer. I'm talking about. Yeah. It's not we'll on every door. We'll look for it. Yeah, we'll look for it. All right, so John's having coffee and he meets with Robert, you know, the guy from Elf. Mm-hmm. And we learned that, oh, three witnesses have been murdered. No, so Robert invites him to coffee and he's like, I don't like meeting outside of the office. 
<laughs> Whatever. I'm, you know, I gotta skip some stuff for Tommy. I know, but it's weird. A lot of this, it's the 90s. See, you do it for the any movie. That was the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that, the 80s, where it's, it's better when you're like, the oh, 80s, it's 80s. If this was the 80s, everybody would have groped Lee by now. Damn it, I didn't say it was the 70s enough when we did the Freaky Friday episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you needed to, because that movie was... Anyway, Aww. It was freaky. Aww. It was freaky diggy on a Friday. Aww. All right, so um, we find out that witnesses have been getting murdered, and the only thing they have in content and in connection with them is their testifying. In a Schwarzenegger movie. In a Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> is this when you find out that her friend was skinned alive? Yeah, it says... Off screen? It says, yeah. uh, we learned the reporter was peeled like an onion. <laughs> it was like, all right then, that's... Wow. Yeah, that dude seems to think that it's cool. Well, <laughs> yeah, Calderon is a special dude. <laughs> I was like, things. he might be my least favorite character. <laughs> An innocent woman. Well, you know, well, <laughs> a woman who's not involved in, in this at all, espion- really, espionage? was skinned alive. <laughs> Isn't that neat? <laughs> so, so Robert tells John, "Hey, we've he got- probably did it. <laughs> he, might, he might have. True. So Robert tells John, we have to go grab the rest of these witnesses that are like this.' He goes, "How many do you have?" He goes, "Well, I got one." And he goes, well, "Yeah, well, me too." And John's like, "Well, fine. We're gonna go to get yours first. Because he's like, I'll just go get mine. And they're, they're like, no, we got to like, do... He's we like, work I work together. alone, but we're doing this one in teams. He says, not, like, not, not today, pal. Came from up above, we're working in teams. So John goes with a bunch of other agents. Like John and, has always thought that Witsek was corrupt and has holes <laughs> like a sieve. I think John's been uh, shit on a few times. He doesn't trust anybody. He's got some issues. Except for his witnesses. <laughs> well, they rely on him to survive, yes. so... It's the only ones he can trust, I guess. Well, how do you how do you trust them? Well, without me, they die. So that's that's called motivation. Or I can just tell anyone where they live, and, <laughs> and they will die. So um, on the plane, John's giving the other agents shit. Like he's kind of an asshole to these guys. Yeah, for he's no reason. To everyone, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, I mean, these dudes in the end, right. want to be there. And one guy asked Robert, "Hey, who does this guy think he is?" And Robert's like, "Well, he happens to think he's the best in the world." I happen to agree with him. So try not to piss him off. I'm like, now Robert's being an asshole. Oh, well, Robert's douchey this whole time. <laughs> he acts like he's surrounded with a bunch of incompetence. Yeah. You want to press me to do your fucking job. All right, so they arrive at Robert Robert's witness's home, and they make a plan to extract her. They get to the door and see that's already been broken into. As they search, um, a bad guy gets to drop on them, it's about to shoot John, but Robert saves him. Shoots him in the back. Dick move, Banner. In the back? <laughs> That's how Tony murders him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Some yeah. people gotta die. People need killing. Mm-hmm. But when you gotta go, go with a smile. That's what my plastic surgeons tell me. All right, so um, they are separate, and Robert finds a bad guy with the witness, and the bad guy's like, hey, you're early. And he goes, um, no, you're no, late. You're late, and shoots him, <clears throat> and then he kills his witness. Yeah, it's like, and then does a very weird way of suffocating. Like, her. yeah, she which wouldn't work. <laughs> she, she's get she's shot in like the chest, so he's giving her mouth to mouth and blowing in her mouth to try to kill her. Yeah, I'm like, well, I think you're giving her oxygen, dude. It's a little weird. Her. At first, I thought, is he just trying to keep her quiet until she bleeds out? <laughs> Why didn't he shoot her in, in the, the head? Or the head, yeah. Because yeah. if you shoot him in the heart, eh, you might miss, but shoot him in the face. It does work. I, I heard that. 
I mean, we saw the guy earlier. It's messy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about that. You can blame it on the other guy. So then we see a bunch of people run in, and he's like, she's down! And in they an go... ambulance. And we see the CIA guy plant a picture on one of the dead guys, and he's like, hey, John, is this your guy? And it's a picture of Lee. She looks suspiciously and like Virginia Slims. Yeah. It's a hell of a name. She should use that name somewhere. <laughs> and then Arnold's asked, why send five men to kill one woman? It's like, well, that might be a bad motherfucker. Have you ever seen Haywire? Yeah. <laughs> I would send more than five men to kill her. Yeah. Yeah, but this isn't I'd send like 50 men. And they'd come back in pieces. Yeah. You know what you need if you send a, a bunch of guys after uh, Gina Carano? Two real guns? Good supply of body bags. <laughs> She'll eat things and make a billy goat puke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, I haven't seen that forever. Ram We're quoting Rambo, by the way. John Rambo? John Rambo. I've never seen Rambo. I've never Shit. seen Rambo either. John right. watched it one day, and I was going to watch it with him, and I lost interest in about 30 seconds. The first it's, Rambo it's a little is really good. It's a little slow I wouldn't know. The, the second it's Rambo really is nothing to do with the first Rambo. That's why they didn't even call it. The first one was called First Blood. Yeah. The second one was called Rambo. The movies are loosely related. <laughs> first Blood Part 2. The third one, they left out the First Blood altogether. That's when Rambo helped the Taliban. <laughs> All right. We don't talk about that. We didn't see that coming. Shit happens. And then we don't count the fourth and fifth one. I kind of like the fourth one. The fourth one in I know Burma? Everyone hates it. I kind of like it's that. It's terrible. <laughs> when he makes that fucking machete and cuts that child molester no. in half. That was no. pretty cool. No. Anyway, so... <laughs> you don't see that very often in movies. I'm just <laughs> you, saying. You don't. That's plopping. So uh, Robert asks, hey, where is Lee? He's like, Atlanta. I'm like, all right, we got to get on a plane. So now they're on the plane. Um, the new guy's feeling bad about having to kill someone. And John's like, eh. <laughs> you get used to it. It's part of the job. And Robert's How trying to talk How many dudes has he killed? Robert? No. John. Well, so far, we've seen him kill like seven people. Yeah. He's all right with it. In like three days. People need to kill him. Self-defense. Mm-hmm. Those mobsters were not self-defense. Yeah, they were. Self that was a fucking attack. No, he was saving the witnesses. Yes, but it wasn't self-defense. <laughs> he attacked them. It's, but that's well, you can justifiable homicide. I didn't say it wasn't justifiable homicide. I said it wasn't self-defense. Like you walk in and someone's getting raped, you're allowed to shoot him in the face. Yes, but it's not self-defense. And then shoot him again. It's only self-defense if the person bit. getting no raped shoots them. no one will even question them. you. <laughs> like, well, somebody does kill Like, how'd you find people. him? Let me tell you I what know, he right? would do. Like, he All attacked right, man, Have a good night. <laughs> That's murder. Move on about your day. Justifiable murder. <laughs> get a gold star and everything. All right. Um, so all of a sudden, John's drinking this water. Like, he's going out of his way to make sure that you see him drinking this water. Yeah. He's, like, throwing it around. And zippity-doo-dah, look flip at my the bottle water. Thing. And then the water, other, water, water. The other agent goes to get some water. He goes, you, uh, you won't like that. And he pulls a Pepsi out and he goes, try that. It's like, okay. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, you should have looked at the camera and go, poison. And I was like... Either something's in that Pepsi or something's in that water. And then he moves the bucket of water, and I was like, it's the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know he's dirty at this point. Even if you weren't, if, if you didn't know, you know now, you know now because you saw him kill his witness. So you're like, oh my God, the guy from Elf is evil? <laughs> it's a real Sonny Corleone kind of a move right there. Hey, look, Sonny was killed because he was going to defend his sister. He's a stand up chap. Well, he got the shit shot out of him. He did. 
murdered at the toll booth. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't like toll booths. I don't know that he was a stand-up guy, though. <laughs> That's why you don't like toll booths. That's why I don't like toll booths. Not because they make you pay to drive on a road that they should just let you drive on? No, yeah, that doesn't bother me. Mm. Okay. I, I'm just always afraid someone's going to shoot me. Why? So I got my hand on my gun because they got me on the run. Why do you have a gun? Uh, it's for self-protection. Is Jazz Triangle really that dangerous? It is. It's very competitive. It's competitive. <laughs> it's not a huge community. There's snakes it's at every threat. turn. It's cutthroat. <laughs> just got to save your money, man. Hit single, don't last long. Gonna be another cat looking like you, sounding like you, coming out next year. I know this. So the triangle has three sides, but people got two faces. <laughs> what the hell? That is what we say. What That's what they say the in the triangle world. Uh, oh my God! Out of nowhere! His, Jesus his, Christ! His name is Rufus, and that's the Trufus. <laughs> Jesus oh, wow. Christ! My name is Paul, and that's just between y'all. All right. So, oh my um, God! All of a sudden, John's having a hard time. And one of the the new agent is like, "Sir, what's wrong?" <laughs> and Robert is like, "Tell him, John. Yeah, tell him. What's? Come on, John. Tell him. John, he's right there. Come on, talk to him." I'm like, "All right, a little overacting. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could have cut that scene." But John passes. But before he passes out, he takes out his <laughs> 1996 cell phone, and I hope he called after you know his minutes were up. Yeah, because you only have so many minutes a month. And he sends out the distress. He may be roaming. And then he deletes his contact list. And then he deletes his numbers, yeah. That's a lot if of someone motor someone was skills. passing out, he's good. <laughs> Especially to text on that type of phone where you had to yeah. know the number. Like, you had to... It's like, five, 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 fuck. Passed it. Five, five, five. It's like in Departed when Matthew... Or uh, Matt's yeah, doing Matt the fucking Damon, text has message that, in his pocket. That's one of those phones, like, yeah. It's open in his pocket. And I'm like, this dude's a gangster. He's texting people in his phone, in his pocket. He has his cell phone in his pocket. He's like, fuck. Texting people, I'm like, my ass. <laughs> you are fucking good. It's like, you could practice that and still Unless fuck it up. it's, if you get any text message from me, doesn't have to make any sense, then do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, all he has to text Lee is 911. Yeah. Or, well, he doesn't text her. He sends it to her pager. Yeah. <laughs> True. It was 1996. Yeah. And I mean, and then he just wipes his contacts, which is a lot easier then than it is now. Like, yeah, there was. I'd know, have to wipe my whole phone to wipe only, my contacts. Your phone could only hold like 20 back then. <laughs> True. All right, so um, they let John live, and they realized that he wiped his phone. So John wakes up, and we see that they are now in New York, and they've killed Monroe, which is the other agent. Mm. He killed Monroe. And he says, John, you were a naughty boy. (laughs) You know, um, you you shot Monroe. That was a bad thing. They all have guns and shit and what have you, and they're pointing at him. And um, And they haven't landed yet. They're not in New York. They're headed to New York. Yeah, they're still on the plane with the snakes. And Robert explains to him that, you know what, what we got from Vietnam? You know what we got from Desert Storm? Nothing. Nothing changed. People get rich. So now I'm getting rich. And he's like, why do you want to do this? So are you going to start a war? And he's like, no, I'm not going to start a war. I don't care if a war happens. I'm just going to get rich. <laughs> and they tell him, hey, you could be rich too. All you do is give up the girl. And he doesn't think about it for a second. He's like, I'm in. It's, oh, so that's not what happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't the fuck off. He's like, hey, are you familiar with the term kick rocks? How about this one? Eat a whole bag of dicks. A big one. Mm-hmm. Or suck a bag of dicks. Don't eat the bag. That'd be weird. You don't eat the bag of dicks. You suck a bag of dicks. It's kind of like if you confess or you stop or whatever, then I won't kill you. And they're like, no. What do you think you're going to do? And he goes, oh, okay. 
I think I, that I'm going to uh, try to make this plane crash. <laughs> I'm going to stab you with my tiny belt knife. Yeah. yeah. And Robert calls me and goes, you threw this piece of shit at me? <laughs> Catches it in the forearm. Like uh, Chavez y Chavez. Oh, yeah. oh Chavez y Chavez would have got him in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. Mexican, uh, Mexican Indian. <laughs> uh, he knows the value of pals, though. But anyway, so um, then John springs into action, mm-hmm. and he, he finds the emergency parachutes, but he doesn't get in it. He doesn't put it on. He jumps out the fucking side of the plane, yeah. <laughs> which seems a little bit weird. All right, so this gunfight, he falls out. Yeah, he's he's now got a gun again. He pulls the door before he gets to the emergency parachutes, and then the emergency parachute gets pulled out of the plane. No, he throws it out of the plane. Because he's hanging out of the side of the plane, so he's so baller. Not only does he grab a seat and destroy an engine, he takes well, the he parachute. Well, he has to destroy the engine or he'd get burnt up. Yeah, it should be fine. So he takes the parachute, throws it out, and then jumps off the plane to go get it. So then he gets into a parachute while he's in a free fall, pulls the chute, he's good to go. Meanwhile, Robert tells the pilot, turn around and ram him. <laughs> and the pilot's like, um, we only have one engine, I have to do an emergency landing. And he's like, no, no. You ram him. Yeah. So Ramming speed, my friend. So John is now in a parachute while the plane comes at him. So he does what any sensible person would do. Shoots he pulls his, his gun <laughs> and he shoots it. To play. It's not going to play chicken with the goddamn jet. <laughs> well, he can't do anything else. He can't make yeah. himself move. So then he gets stuck in like the jet wash. Yeah. He can't the plane, the tank. And it flips him up and all of a sudden he's tangled in the parachute. And you're like, oh no, oh, shit. he's going to die. No. We realized, though, he this, pulls, he gets free and then pulls the auxiliary shoot. Yeah. This sequence was nominated for an MTV Movie Award for Best Action Sequence. It did not win. <laughs> what won? I don't know. You can't give that kind of information out. <laughs> tell us who won. You get this. Fingers in the toes. Fingers ow! In the toes. I don't like it. MTV Movie Awards 1997. Don't say ow because then our friends think I'm hurting you. It hurts. It does not hurt to put fingers between the toes. It hurts emotionally. It feels real weird. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. So he's able to pull the cord and gets down and um, lands on top of some cars. He like has a hard landing on a car. Yeah, real hard. And these two kids roll up and one of them goes, wow, that looks like it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and he asks the other kid, oh. he says, where am I? And the other kid goes, earth. So <laughs> the nominees Welcome. are the Ferrari chase through San Francisco from The Rock. That's a Ooh. good one. The helicopter train chase for Mission Impossible. Mm. Aliens blow up the cities for Independence Day. That one. Ooh. Arnold Schwarzenegger free falls from Eraser. And the winner is truck drives with farm equipment from Twister. What? No, that's, no, it's no. Independence Day. Twister. Aliens blow up the cities? Twister yeah. won some awards. Like, that's like one of the most iconic shots in like the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. Man. Like, and then there was that movie Twister. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Everybody remembers the cow from Twister. That's the year Chewbacca won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Well, you know. Doug Lehman won Best New Fe- Filmmaker for Swingers. And this was the MTV Music Awards? Mm-hmm. Movie Awards. The Movie Awards. Oh, the yeah. best fight was uh, Feruza Balk and Robin Tooney from The Craft. Oh, God, really? Best Kiss was Vivica A. Fox and Will Smith in Independence Day. This, that season sucked. That's, that's terrible. It was... Um, they, Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio and Romeo and Juliet lost to Be- Vivica A. Fox and Will Smith in Independence Day. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's silly. Best song from a movie, Machine Head, from Fear. <laughs> that's, that's a good, good song. That is, that's, yeah, that's a good song. It's kind of a good movie, too. Is it? I don't think I've I seen think that. so. 
<laughs> it's creepy about a stalker. Uh, best comedic performance, Jim Carrey in The Cable Guy, which really was not exactly... That was more dark than comedic, but yeah, okay. That was a Ben Stiller movie. Yeah. Beat out Robin Williams in The Birdcage? Bullshit. Fuck you, MTV Movie Awards. Yeah, one of those. Really also, like Jim Carrey guy? won for Best Villain now. from The Cable Guy. Is that it? Oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. That's what Jim Beat Carrey out Mark Wahlberg in Carey. Fear, Edward Norton in Primal, Primal Fear, Kiefer Sutherland in A Time to Kill, and Robert De Niro in The Fan. Well, Edward Jesus. Norton won an Academy Award for Primal Fear, so I think he, he's fine with that. <laughs> that worked, but that but I will out. say... I will, he lost because he wasn't going to come to this I will show. say that Best On-Screen Duo of Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery in The Rock is correct, though. Yes. Well, sunshine's on a dog's ass every now and again. A broken watch okay. right twice a day. Can you do something about that? <laughs> Is he supposed to do that? What do you want to do? Shoot him again? <laughs> but the best movie that year was Scream. Scream was not the best picture that year. Uh, it beat out Independence Day, Jerry Maguire, uh, The Rock, and Romeo and Juliet. All right, first of all, Romeo and Juliet doesn't belong All right, the back list. to Eraser. <laughs> the, the answer to that question there was After the Rock. After these yeah. messages, we'll be right back. I don't know where. Oh, yes. All right. So now <laughs> the little girl likes to parachute, and he says, do you want to trade it for your father's truck? And the boy, without missing a beat, goes, 50 bucks. And he's like, 50 bucks? I'm like, you cheap bastard. You're about to steal somebody's truck for 50 bucks there and a parachute. I don't negotiate with the children for the truck. I well, know that he's going to steal the truck. He likes to improvise, though. <laughs> we learned this when he broke into the morgue and stole those bodies. <laughs> okay. So um, Robert and the bad guys figure out that John mm -hmm. sent Lee to the zoo because the movie has to happen. Mm -hmm. And they head that way. You just made me think about how he stole those bodies from the morgue, and then he changed the dental records so that those were the people that were in Witsec. Mm -hmm. Who were those people? And they were just. It was just John families? and Jane Doe. They were just John <laughs> and Jane Doe. Like okay. they did. They have. They were not identified, and they'll never will be because he stole their records. <laughs> yeah. If you're ever gonna do that, you always take a John Doe. Okay. I don't. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, do you get much call for that in your jazz line of work, sir? In the jazz triangle, it's a seedy underbelly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Evidently. So, didn't you know? Oh, Jesus. You need to hear the line again? Three Tri sides. Triangles have three sides, but people have two faces. <laughs> Ding. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so a man tells Lee the, um, that so she's at the um, the zoo. Suit, man, right? No, not a zoot suit. It sounded like he said zoot and not mm -hmm. the zoo. Mm -hmm. I love the zoot suit, right? That song's about an actual riot. Mm -hmm. Some sailors. They were on leave, pipes and chains and swinging hands. Who's your daddy? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. It's a great song. All right, so uh, a man approaches Lee and says, hey, John sent me. And he's like, oh, okay, then you must know the secret handshake. It sticks out her hand and then shoots <laughs> the motherfucker in the leg. I mean, he's I'm like, surprised. Motherfucker, bitch shot me. <laughs> I am surprised that she shot this dude. It was awesome. I love that. Because every movie they do that, the person never does it. Mm -hmm. They're always like, if anybody comes to the door, if anybody comes and calls you, if anybody does anything, you shoot them. And I was like, okay. And they never do. Not Vanessa Williams. She goes, bam, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm surprised she'd shoot him in the head, too. Like, bam in the leg and then They'll bam in the face. Like, oh, my God. There were two other guys with him, so she knows she has to run. Yeah. And I guess it. she was thinking, if I shoot him in the leg, he can't chase me. But somehow, but then, he still does. But his healing <laughs> factor kicks in because he does not get affected by getting shot in the leg for the rest of the movie. Later, Tony's like, isn't that the guy? Yeah, that's the guy from Aliens, whatever his name was, and he didn't get fucking, he didn't even care that he got shot. So, because there's no strong female characters before now, you know, this lady who shoots him in the head, I mean, shoots him in the leg, and then later beats a guy over the head with a coffee pot, 
But she's fucking bad. Yeah, she is. She does not fuck around. Also, I love every time she goes in a place, locks the door behind her. I, I watched like, that too. She ran in the locked the door. Ran in the house, locked the door. I was like, fuck yeah, man. And the movies don't leave the fucking door open and run upstairs. And I'm like, what? Should we go hide there room full of chainsaws? Yeah. 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 No, she's, she's a strong the female character. She's pretty beast, man. Mm-hmm. She does not fuck around. Mm-hmm. And she's black too. Look at that. Mm. If the liberals knew that this movie existed, <laughs> they can't watch this. The government is corrupt. They won't watch movies about corrupt government. Yeah, they would never make this fucking movie now. That's terrible. <laughs> like, no. Anyway, so um, Robert and the bad guys show up just as this is happening and try to catch Lee in the zoo. Luckily, John has a truck and drives that motherfucker into the zoo. Not as it, no, no, he drove it to the fucking wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big tow truck either. It's kind of a weird set piece. <laughs> kind of a weird set piece to a zoo. Yeah. So they go to the alligator room. Because... Academy? <laughs> And not the old zoo, the new zoo. That's Police Academy 2. Ma- it makes me wonder so. if the producer maybe had these CGI crocodiles Ready for something go. else and it didn't work out. Like plastic And they two. just have it in their back pocket waiting for a time to whip out CGI crocodiles. It's possible. These are alligators. I was like, this is some like, well, plastic shit right up in here. <laughs> it's not, though. In the trivia, it says, like, the, it was alligators, like, the live action were alligators, but the CGI was crocodiles, so those, oh, really? they were going crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, so, like, they... Same difference. It's not... Like, who'll notice? Yeah. Elaine did. <laughs> well, Somebody Elaine reads the trivia. The trivia. Yeah. I like to read the... I mean, as long as it's not Cobra, I'll read through your trivia. Well, no one's got time. Give <laughs> me, like, a six, seven days. All right, so, uh, bad guys shoot up the truck. If it's in there, no, no. Nay, nay. He'd already jumped out. And Lee runs into the alligator habitat or crocodile habitat. The reptile house. Yeah, the reptile house. Um, And gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. John shows up just in time to slide across the floor and for her to hit her with this line, you're late. And then he says... Traffic. Traffic. That's a good line. I love how (laughs) composed everybody is in the middle of a gunfight. (laughs) This is a a Wednesday for him. But for her, she's like, where were you? She, I mean, she's stone cold, though. She shot that dude in the leg. <laughs> she's a bad motherfucker. I'm you do think you. that at the end of the movie, she's going to be like his his protege and start, you know, erasing mm-hmm. people, too. No, actually, I think um, she ends up with Cougar. <laughs> because she's the kind of lady that can snag the Coug. <laughs> she ain't fucking around. She's the kind of lady that is a Cougar. <laughs> Just here on Desperate Housewives? No, I don't watch that show. Anyway. So um, they figure out they only have two bullets left because she spent all of her shots because, well, she's not a great shot, but she's trying. She's hit a lot of people. Though. I mean, she did use that gun again. Yeah, she But it was around. like a she's six like, shooter. She's like, you got any rounds left? No, I shot these motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. So, of course, they only have two bullets left. And there's like four of them, so some of them are going to have to share. Um, John shoots the alligator tank and is like, ha ha, this will work. I feel like that wouldn't shatter that glass. Probably not. That's got to be really fucking thick. Well, I don't know. Really fucking thick. Yeah. It might. Uh, I don't know. I went through an engine block. I mean, that's that's serious shit. 50 caliber. Isn't that the gun that Harley Davidson learned on? No, that's a converter. That was a 54. (laughs) (laughs) No one learned to shoot a converter 54. Well, I did. Well, that explains a lot. All right, so luckily the alligators or crocodiles at this point. <laughs> the alligators. <laughs> the crocodiles. Crocodiles, I think they yeah. call them the trivia. The crocodiles start eating everybody. And it's like, oh, good thing they, they didn't know. They were 
hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they oh. ripped a dude in half. So now John has Betty one White bullet. wasn't giving him pieces of bread, that's for sure. <laughs> so Betty White, <laughs> Betty White. So John has one bolt left in his gun, but a, a crocagator comes out <laughs> and, and knocks the gun out of his hands and is about to catch up to John, but he grabs it and he shoots him in the mouth and says, your luggage. Which is dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be luggage. You can make a belt or... But these alligators or whatever, they eat, they eat like four or five people. Yeah. The one guy that gets shot in his leg gets his head bit off. Like, these things ain't playing around. Yeah. So now Arthur Beller shows up, who's the boss's boss, and, and Robert tells him that John's the bad guy. They don't believe it, but it's John. And he's like, we'll do whatever it takes to get him. And he's like, all right, let's go. And then he walks away and goes, ah, alive. I want ah. him alive. And Robert's like, yeah, right. Shit. He's yeah, like, it's like, I can't. He's like, that dude's going to resist. I also, he, he knows things. <laughs> so then Robert walks up to a policeman and says, I want this town tied up so tight, his balls will ache. His balls will ache. I'm like, did he improvise that line or is that in the script? Someone wrote that shit. Can you imagine James Conn reading a script on his balls ache? Really? Can I say this? This you said the, five million? Okay, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone's balls ache. <laughs> Big Mickey Blue Eyes, they call him. Mm-hmm. All right, so then John calls Arthur just as he's lifting off in his helicopter because that's how Arthur gets around and tells him that Robert's the bad guy. And he's like, well, you need to come in, John. We need to work all this out. And he's like, no, I won't do that until I have proof. Luckily, there's this one computer that can do it. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows where we're going next. Yeah. John tells Lee that they need some hard evidence against him. Then Lee shows her, look, I have this disc. And then he's like, oh, by the way, your friend is dead. She got peeled like an onion. <laughs> she's like, I've made this disc for my friend, the reporter. And he's like, oh, I heard, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot to tell you, your friend is super dead. Super dead. I mean, he probably didn't realize, because they were like, do you know this lady? And he's like, should I know this lady? Yeah. She was a reporter who was going to break the story, but this is the first time he realizes that they know each other and that's why she was gonna mm-hmm. so then Lee tells John she doesn't know what's on the disc and there's only one computer in the world that can read it and it's inside Cyrus and he's like alright well we'll have to do that and they're inside of a, a church at this point and a priest comes out and tells John that all the police have returned to their donut shops mm-hmm. he's like that's a clever line mm-hmm. and we find out that, that the priest here is, is another one of his shadows in the shadow, the shadow world. knows. What did the shadow call his people? I forget. I didn't, he have, didn't they have a name? I think so, but I don't remember. I feel like they did. <laughs> it's like the sun is hot, but the ice is slippery. <laughs> I feel like we should watch the shadow now. Margot Lane. <laughs> Friends, go back and listen to our episode on the shadow. It's a good. It's a good one. I think. <laughs> so now. What do you do now? You have to go do all this hard stuff, and you only work alone. Mm-hmm. So you go see another one of your witnesses. So John goes to a drag bar where he finds Johnny, who's a bartender. And Johnny goes in his fridge, like, hey, nobody, whatever, self-respect, the wise guy, whatever, be seen in a place like this. It's like that accent is terrible. Please yeah. stop. It's hurting my face to see like, you do that. Do me a favor. Don't tell them that I'm not gay. Because he doesn't want to break <laughs> any hearts. I'm like, oh, okay then. And so then... He's like, I need your help. Okay, cool. Now. Right now. He's like, but I have a job now. And I have to, like, pay bills and shit. 
All right, so then um, Johnny's with John and Lee, and they and he tells them, hey, we're gonna have to break into Cyrez. And Johnny's like, no problem. We'll get some rocket launchers, a couple of tanks, and size the and balls the size of the King of Bayonne. The King of Bayonne has giant balls. Apparently, okay. Like, well, now nine. we need us some Alka Seltzer. He's like, oh, we need his <laughs> So Robert meets with the secretary and tries to get him to cancel the shipment, but it's too late. Money's to exchange hands. And Robert's like, that's okay, no problem. I tried to convince you with this one line, but you didn't take it. So I'm going to go to Cyrus because it's the only place that he could possibly be going. And these clients so, aren't the kind of people you turn back around on. So why didn't you go to Cyrus like an hour ago? <laughs> <laughs> Robert meets up with the Cyrez guards and he finds the head security guy and he asks him if he's ever done any wet work. Why would you ask a security guard if he's ever done wet work? Better question. Why would the why would that guy immediately tell you yes yeah. on three continents? Because <laughs> yeah. that dude's a douche canoe. So then, that's great. You want to impress me? Do your fucking job. I'm like, alright, they're both assholes. Yeah. So now Johnny shows up with some pizza, and he's like, hey, I got this Papa Genozzi's pizza. Stop with the accent. It hurts. <laughs> and just then, like, they search him. I'm like, he's here to deliver pizza. Do they always search everybody like this? So, they don't well, understand do why would anybody order pizza at a time like this. Because it's pizza. Pizza's mm. delicious. <laughs> it's a big building, too. There's lots of people in it. Of course, somebody ordered pizza for lunch. Yeah. I'm sure that they get regular orders. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of pizza, that guy that plays the head of security was in a movie called Pizza with Bullets. <laughs> oh, that old diddy. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, while they're roughing him up, and he's not a suspect, don't say it, Elaine. <laughs> um, he's like, hey, I have a bad heart that puts the, the Alka-Seltzer in his mouth and turns around. And, he, and, and they all just the, watch. And I'm like, like, for real, dude? Like, nobody's going to come down to him and check on him? Nobody's calling anybody? Nobody's... Well, this- they're just so they're sitting there like, watching him. Well, I don't know. I guess he's dying or something. To help him is, is not great. I know. So they say, move him to the infirmary. And Johnny um, is put on a stretcher and whisked away. Just then we see that um, John and Lee are dressed as ambulance drivers in an ambulance. And they head right for the building. So just they come in and get signed in. And John Johnny is sitting there looking at his heart monitor and plays with it. Because yeah. that's what you do. And all of a sudden, he's flatlining. So the nurse comes over, getting defibrillator, and defibrillates him. Yeah. It and was he's talking and saying, no, it no. It was really weird. Like, the tone of this is really strange because you would think that she could see that he's not flatlining because he's actually talking. Let it almost know. seems like she is evil and knows he's uh, some kind of distraction, like she's trying to kill him on purpose. But that would but a couple of shots to your heart could kill you. Or yes, they're trying to bring but, some comedy in. No, no I don't know. No, no, like, the yeah. scene would make more sense if it was like Robert's goons, and they know. Yeah. And yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just it. There's a. It's very weird the tone of this because it, it makes weird. it seem like she's almost some kind of like nurse ratchet character, but. She's just well, anyway, John shows up and frees Johnny, and Johnny hops off and says, go ahead and hop on there. I'll fucking jumpstart you. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, it's terrorists. And he's like, you want to talk about terror? <laughs> and then so they leave um, Johnny there, and he's like, can you watch these guys? And he's like, come on, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's not very good in this. Um, Robert... Uh, and the guys get in, get in, get intro, introduced to the computer room, and it's like, okay, look, see, there's guards at the door. No one's ever gonna be able to get in. He's like, look, the guy who's coming, 
He's not going to just come in the door. He's going to be in here, and we won't know how we got in here. And then guess what? (laughs) (laughs) So then all of a sudden, like, hey, someone's accessing the disc, this IT guy from the back. And they're like, look, no one's been in this room. Why don't you put people in the room? Because you can't. Why? No. (laughs) And they don't. There's no cameras in the room. There's no... It's, it's a clean room. Yeah. They, so then they uh, they have a little bit of, a, of, of an argument. And then Ponytail. <laughs> Gets a grenade put down the front of his pants. And the IT guy's like, hey, I can find out who it is. I can do some elimination. And the IT guy's like, oh, look, it's in Donahue's office because where else could it be? Because they all think it could only be at this one computer in the whole place, in the whole world, has this information on it. And we find out that John is there, and he's on the computer. that's not real. (laughs) And and so instead of having Lee go through the computer, you know, the girl who works there, Mm -hmm. he says, well, I'll keep looking and tell me if I get lucky. And I'm like, why don't you let her do that? That's her fucking job. She works there. She would probably notice something. It's a bit weird. It's, I don't know. I said to Tony more than once, I'm like, I feel like he's kind of a Mary Sue. Like, he's going to hack. Well, you're talking about this guy? he protected (laughs) the people like a ninja and then he (laughs) knew what the gun was and he, like. In no world should he be the one doing the computer. (laughs) Like, even when you're doing this scene and you're Schwarzenegger, you're like, I think she should be the guy on the computer. Like, I should be standing watch with the gun. And pretty much after this, like, once you hit the late 90s and early 2000s, you start seeing that. You see teams of people doing things. This guy's good at that, and this girl's good at that, you know. So that way they don't have to have one dude that can do everything. So, friends, if you want to see a really good example of that, watch the movie Six Underground, or better, listen to our episode on Six Underground. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And through all of this IT stuff, they find that there were a thousand units um, sent to the Baltimore Harbor and $52 million have changed hands. That makes wow. each gun worth $52,000. That's a lot. Fuck a duck. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I actually wrote in here, wow. Wow. <laughs> no wow from you? No. Okay. You know I don't think I, don't I know, but maybe that. you could change some things. <laughs> <laughs> So the IT guy locates John and erases the disc remotely. And John tries to get the disc out and the button isn't working so he starts smashing the computer. Because it didn't occur to him to unplug it. (laughs) Like the network cable just, oh, they're accessing this computer remotely. Not anymore. And we're done. And you hit the (laughs) open button. It's a thing. That's now like when they, they know shoot. where you are, yeah. and now they're coming. That one when they're like, oh, we got to destroy the computer, and they shoot the monitor, and like, the computer's fine. Yeah, it, it didn't hurt the hard drive. <laughs> Unless it's got one of those all-in-one computer yeah. monitor things. But that was That's like rare. famous yeah. for, or popular for like five minutes. <laughs> I assure you it's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, the guy, IT guy locates the disc, and just then gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. Somehow Robert ends up with Lee. Hey, Robert Lee. Mm. Robert mm-hmm. E. Lee. <laughs> no. And so the robber takes Lee and gets in his escape helicopter that just happened to be on the roof. I'm like, wait, what? Where the fuck does helicopter come from? When the fuck did we get ice cream? I mean, maybe he arrived on it and why we just, just didn't see that. <laughs> why ain't this bitch saying anything? What is this, the notebook? Oh, no, what is this? not notebook. I can't remember the name of the movie. You're talking about James Allen Bond's yeah. back. But what is he or, saying? Or no, that's uh, Dogma. Yeah, but what does he say? What? Just say, what movie is that? I can't remember what he says. Mm. Mm. Been a while since I watched him. Been a while since I watched the Kevin Smith flick. 
Um, so now John and Johnny get away, mm-hmm. and they pull up to a. And I'm like, they really just got back to that ambulance. We're yeah. just gonna cut they, they how just they got out. <laughs> they just walked over, got their ambulance, and drove away. And they go to the they getaway at no car. point connect the fact that they're dressed like ice cream men with the people <laughs> who came in the ambulance. Yeah. And um John's like, No, I work I work alone. And Johnny's like, But I know people in Baltimore. I was like, get in. <laughs> this for someone, the who works, for someone who he's, works alone. This he's, motherfucker. He's very Batman esque. I only work alone, isn't that right, Robin? <laughs> he's got his uh his agents. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna have really to find this to guy another yeah. idea. They should have made this the shadow. I looked up the shadow, and he there's no name for his um, group of group. agents. There's just his cadre of agents. Also, I do want to mention that um, Robert Pastorelli, he died in 2004 at the he age did? of 49. Wow. Heroin overdose. Heroin. Oh, He's crazy. crazy. He was fucking chasing he the was, dragon. He was a former boxer and admitted drug addict before he cleaned up his act to pursue a theater career. But at mm. 49, he died of a heroin overdose. Jesus. Wow. Mm. Okay. Way to be a fucking rain cloud. <laughs> the rest of this, as mm-hmm. this episode's canceled. <laughs> All right, so they arrive at the docks and meet up with Tony Two Toes. Yes, that's the character's name, is Tony Two Toes. Because he only has two toes left? I don't know. And Tony uh, Tony... was like, so John has to go see his friend Tony? (laughs) Well, because I just said to her, I was like, John picked this movie because there's two Johns in it. And he goes, we're going to go see Tony. I said, well, it's kind of (laughs) cool. So so the mob Uh... talks to an informant, and they're like... Oh, well, that guy was a piece of shit. Fair enough. <laughs> yes, the consul, yay. Well, this is his uncle. <laughs> From, uh, Jelly. The guy's name is Jelly. Jelly? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this isn't just the mob people he worked with. This is his, his actual family. family. Mm-hmm. His family within a family. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's like, hey, there's some illegal shit going on at your docks. I'm like, okay. So we cut to Robert, who's meeting with Sergey. Do you think he was pissed because he wasn't being bought off to look the other way about this illegal shit? Or that he really just doesn't like terrorists? Yeah. But I want to know your actual opinion. Oh, he was upset he didn't get bought off. That's what I thought. Tony. Yeah. yeah Carly. Okay. So he's like, tell me something I don't know. He's like, it's happening at your docks. He's like, oh, no. He's like, that I didn't know. <laughs> I don't care if they're doing that, but I care that I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So Robert's meeting with Sergey, and Lee is there. Sir. And Robert gives Lee to Sergey as like a, a gift, a bonus or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is so creepy. He's like, once you're out in the water, I don't care what you do with her. Yeah. I recommend you kill her. And he's like, ah, that's, that doesn't seem like fun. He's <laughs> like, I want to be a little rapey. Yeah. I'm like, I want you to fall off the edge of I the feel ship. like I'd be like, I don't want your baggage. You take her with you. If you mm-hmm. want to kill her, you do that yourself, dickwad. You ever see the movie Predator? Yes. She's your baggage. <laughs> if you fall behind, we'll leave you. I have seen the movie Predator. That you want to hear what I think about the movie Predator? Go you back go back and listen to our episode on Predator. <laughs> All right, so John shows up um, with the mob, and he calls Arthur and tells him that, hey, we're here, and what's going on, and that, hey, we're going to have evidence. This is where the, the shipment's going down. These guns are going to be here. You need to come down. And then he takes his phone, doesn't hang up. He throws it. I'm like, holy shit, he's a baller. Like, that's a baller move. Like, mm-hmm. light a cigar with a $100 bill ain't shit. This guy took a 1996 cell phone, left the call open, and put it down. 
You could use it to block bullets. <laughs> I just think maybe, well, it is light. Maybe it's after 9 o'clock when you got unlimited minutes. Yeah. Remember that was a thing? You'd be like, oh, I'll call you at 9. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see the switchboards of a fucking cell phone tower in 1999. They just lit up <laughs> at 9 yeah. o'clock. <laughs> no doubt. Now, anyway, so the mob guy, they show up to the gate and they're like, hey, we understand that you have some... Um, shipment going on here and you have moving some cargo without the help of bona fide labor um union labor union. can't mess like, with the union you, you you can't do that and they're like fuck off and he's like about that mm-hmm. um so then john sneaks on and he's taking out bad guys like he would and the mob beats the fuck out of the gate guards. You don't, with what you like don't see bats. Yeah, what you don't see in the scene is they all have bats behind their backs. They're like, okay. They start beating they're beating them with bats. clubs and bats and knives and chains and shit. Like, yeah, like no, Gorn. It's like Gorn. Like the bear Jew. <laughs> like the bear Jew. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so now all of a sudden guys are starting to pull out rail guns. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> like, here we go again. Fuckers, you're going to be investigated for selling <laughs> these illegal guns. It was anything else yeah. but this rail gun. Mm-hmm. Well... It fires what, like high velocity rounds or whatever, or shrapnel. Mm-hmm. Well, they're so it's not like it's got a, it's not like it's got like a bullet signature. It's not a regular gun. Uh-huh. So I could shoot this all over the place until they actually capture my guns, which are all on this boat. When I'm about to get away, well, I can shoot them as much as I fucking want. So they the, can't trace it back to me. So these guys are pulling. They out never rail read guns the and, disc. They're pulling out <laughs> rail guns and knives, you know, starting some shit. Yeah. You know, there's some real low lives. Not like Class X. Now we got this joint here. <laughs> but that again. In walks the biggest Mexican I ever seen. He's five nine, five ten. It's like the light dim just for him. Desperado. It's such a good scene with, in with, that movie. Then there's that sex scene with the Spurs. That can't be comfortable. Anyway, so rail gun guy. Has John in his sights, but for some reason, he was shooting for shit he wouldn't get a whiff. Because with the super secret x-ray thing, I guess John felt a tingling in his balls and, mm-hmm. and was able to evade the rail gun. Yeah. His mighty tingle went off. Well, because they see the green light. Inside. Yeah, like it flashes, like the x-ray thing <laughs> flashes a green light on you. So you yeah. see the light and you're like, oh shit, and you duck. As if that's how that works. So they shoot, this guy shoots the building up so so much it collapses on top of John. But he's yeah. a, but he's fine. Yeah. I something mean, went through his leg. Oh, not something. It's a stake. This thing is a giant <laughs> ass and piece of metal. And what does he do? He pulls it out. You never pull out the I knife. Said, oh, no, Tony. He got stabbed in the leg. <laughs> like, he's only stab. got a few minutes. I mean, granted, most of that was just the meaty part, but you don't yeah, pull that out. No. Anyway, so he wants to he grab... He needs to get to his neighbor's house stabbed. So he goes to grab for his <laughs> shotgun... You should never tell you guys a story again. <laughs> he told the world. I know. <laughs> it's a legit stake oh, through yes. his fucking leg. <laughs> so, Not the kind of stake you were trying to touch. No. I'm just speaking from experience. It's a big metal chunk. Oh, man. We're almost done. Keep, keep it on the tracks. I don't want to. So, the, so uh, John's gun, shotgun is jammed. Just as a bad guy showing up. So he does what any reasonable person would do. is He takes his broken gun and throws it at the guy. And the guy picks it up. And the railgun guy sees him holding a shotgun and says, Nice shotgun, asshole. And shoots Boom. him. Because everybody knows that the good guys always have shotguns. 
And hobos. And the rail. Well, he didn't have a rail gun, so he must have been a bad guy. And the rail gun gun. shoots a hole in him that launches him across the room instead of just evaporating him like it would. It's pretty funny. Yeah, she had a pink mist. Yeah, you can you can see him on YouTube. What they do, it's uh, amazing. (laughs) So John gets uh, out of the rubble and is able to evade all the other railgun guys by hiding underneath them. So just as they're walking over him with the railgun, he has two handguns and he's pointing at him and he shoots him. And here's where it gets cool because now he does. You ever see Terminator Two? Yeah. There's a T eight hundred and he's got those machine guns. Mm Schwarzenegger looks just like that because he's got one in each arm yep. and he's <laughs> rail guns. Yeah. yeah. Dueling rail guns are like, I think he would take flight if he shot those yeah, guns. Yeah. When he pulled the stake out of his leg, he does use it to stake a he guy. He stakes a man the to the fucking wall like he's blade incarnate. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. But dude. Tony goes, What happened to his sleeve? Did the rail gun yeah. shoot his sleeve off? Yeah, he gets up and his sleeve's sleeve. missing. He's I was like, <laughs> I mean, I get it, man. You it got, got some you got, got some pythons. Underneath a piece of rubble, and he had to rip it off. Okay. <laughs> or, but then he does pop up looking like the Terminator with the dual wielding rail guns. <laughs> so then, after John kills a bunch of people, he grabs somebody's headset, and it's, and Robert's on the other, and he wants a status, and he's and he says, "They missed. I'll be out in a minute." It wasn't one of his best lines, but. <laughs> so now, Sir, Ga- we cut back to Sergey and Lee. And I must have looked down or whatever, because Lee was strapped to a chair. And then you look up, and Lee's got an arm free. She wiggled, and one of the yeah, chair she's... arms was falling apart. So she was able to pull it up and get, get free with one arm, hit and... him with the coffee pot, and, and then she... undo herself on the other side. And she side. whacks this motherfucker head with a coffee pot, and then doesn't stomp him in the face, which I think was a mistake. She kicks him, I think. No, she I didn't said stomp him in no, the face. No, I know. She kicked him, but yeah, she, <laughs> she just should have stomped him fled as, quivering you know. bloody sushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did not make sure he wouldn't come Like, this guy was going to rape you to death. Yeah. She might have just been saying that, though. Yes. He said it. That's (laughs) all that matters. You can kill him. I don't think you get to stomp his face into bits. I mean, a couple of well-placed kicks in the balls. Nope. Kick him in the face. You want him dead. D-E-D. Stand on his throat. Mm-hmm. He also mm. is You want him to actually have two babies because you cut it in half. He's probably not a very good guy. No, he's definitely <laughs> a bad dude. We he know that he's a bad dude. Because Schwarzenegger said he was millions, a really bad millions. dude. <laughs> so now John's walking around like the fucking Terminator. Because mm-hmm. he, he is a bunch the of guys. The mob dudes are there too for some reason. And, They're backup. And Lee's on the run. And, of course, Robert grabs Lee again because they're attracted to each other. Their timers went off. Jesus Christ, woman. a badass in this movie, but she does keep letting Robert catch her. I know. (laughs) She has one problem in this movie. you know what? Makes her realistic. Yeah. Because you can't be awesome all the time. Yes, you can escape and hit that dude with a coffee pot, but you're still... But you're Going still susceptible to the, the field guy. of bad guys. In other words, that their job is to find people. Yeah. <laughs> like you're still, if the guy from Elf catches you, he's still going to beat you up. It's <laughs> <laughs> his name forever. Mm. Oh, man. The baby is cold outside. It's my chair. Anyway. Oh, I thought your voodoo doll fell around. So Lee, so uh, Robert Don't has Lee at gunpoint <laughs> and makes John drop the rail guns. And shoots him immediately after that. So he points it and he shoots right at John. And he hits him in the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns into pink mist. That's amazing. No, this nope, was a regular. He shoots his arm right off. Mm-hmm. And of course he gets hit in the shoulder. Sergey sees this. Sees John and tells the guys to shoot him. Um, 
but they're more Harley Davidson and not Marble Man. And now he and Lee are on top of a shipping container that is being loaded onto the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And John jumps and with his one good arm <laughs> attaches himself to the shipping container and then climbs up. And then they fight. And we're supposed to believe that an aging James Conn. <laughs> I know! That's what Carlos said. is this really going to be a fight? Tony <laughs> goes, yeah, but he has that crowbar. Yeah. But, I don't but, think that's going to help. But, yes. Couldn't hurt. But at this point, Schwarzenegger has been, like, he shot. was shot and stabbed through the leg. He's only at 50% power, which is still more than enough power to take out James Conn. But still, he's he only at 50%. Power. Only at 50% power. So however, we're supposed to believe that an aging James Conn can reasonably whoop an Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Sure. And so with a fight, goes. it's a fight. And, it, and, and Arnold was winning, and then Lee almost fell off the thing. Uh-huh. So then he had to go back and get her. So then he puts Lee on a ladder... And drops the container, so Lee and John, I mean, Robert and John fall. They fucking fall. Yeah, they good, fucking fell. Tony goes, four or five stories. They didn't survive It's that, 60 right? feet. Like, those fuckers are dead. Yeah. It was 60 feet. And if they're not dead, Is it they 60 were in, feet? It was 60 feet. They were in a specialized harness. <laughs> cool. Either way, they're not doing good. Yeah. So Arthur shows up. And finds that all the railguns are all over the place because in that container they were on top of was railguns. Mm-hmm. I would hope. And he's like, oh. So everybody finds out, oh, look, Robert is the bad guy. Lee need- magically got down from that fucking um, ladder she was hanging on to. Yeah. She climbed. She's good at monkey bars. <laughs> I was going to say, she put on her feather outfit and kind of just fell down slowly. <laughs> um, and she embraces John. <laughs> and... Robert's taken into custody, and um, so we cut to the courthouse, and we see the Under Secretary is also indicted, and so is Robert. Robert tells the press that he's a patriot, and he will show this in the trial. And then Robert mysteriously dies that night in his cell. Right? That's how it ends? No. No. Because that wouldn't get to trial. <laughs> well, it didn't get to trial either, because they're all sure that Lee is going to get murdered now, because she's the only witness that puts him there. Yeah. And, well, except for all the other evidence, but... Well... <laughs> whatever. So... There was a couple of shipping containers that might have... That left... That... Might have had a ton Blood rail guns all over the dock. So, Lee and John are seen getting into a van, and then it explodes. But did it explode? Because then we see, look under the van, I mean, and you yes, see that they're in the sewer. It did explode. Yeah, it did, <laughs> it explode. did explode. But did they go but the, the way of turtles. officers appear and survive the explosion? Yes. Of course. Because <laughs> they just erased themselves again. Non-stop erasing. What Carly said is right. So, I mean, then how are they going to do this trial now with her? Well, I guess all the other evidence. So all the, the guns all over the docks. They're only missing three or four that the mom took. So the baddies you all pile into a limo together like you, you'd want to hang out with all those people. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, Lee is dead. And they argue about when they should start up again. And who, and they're like, come on, we're unstoppable. We're fucking politicians. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, hey, I really like the way you blew up Lee. And then this other checker's like, I didn't do it. And Robert's like, well, I didn't do it. And they're like, well, who did it? Just then we see that the limo that they're in stops on the train tracks. Mm. Johnny jumps out of the limo and runs away. The doors are locked and they can't get out. You would think at no point would Robert think that their ba- that their vehicle actually blew up, though. He knows that Johnny races people for a living. Mm. He races people for a living. There's no he way. John. There's no way he would have bought that. 
The undersecretary, of course, buys it. But Robert? Doesn't worry. His problems are about to be over. Yeah, I don't understand this Because the phone rings, the undersecretary answers it, and, go, and he says, it's for you, hands it to Robert. Robert says, hello. He says, you've been erased. Oh. And a fucking train hits the limo, <laughs> and it explodes. Which, why? Why did he So there goes the need for a trial. Where did he, why did he murder them? Because he didn't want to have to go through the trial. Trials are long. Because the movie only had 10 minutes long, not seven I just, months. I feel like that just means that they're... I, by Hold on, I got characters. one more line before you okay. can get into it, okay? So then uh -huh. John meets up with Lee, and she says, what happened? He says, they caught a train. Ha ha, the But end. by killing them... All right, what did you think, Elaine? <laughs> by killing them, he guarantees that they're going to continue this. Because he's just taking out the biggest players. So now, But they have an elaborate network, right? So he takes out the players that were actually getting indicted... So now all the people that we didn't know were part of this yet because we haven't been through the trial, the trial or depositions can just go back to what they were doing. Like he guarantees that now there's more treasonous weapon smuggling of illegal... Well, that was going to happen anyway. So what did you saying, think? Um, my favorite scene is the sequence at the zoo. My favorite character is John Kruger. It's a good name. The eraser. My least favorite character is Moorhart. Now, you got, he's the guy that takes over at Cyrus after Donahue bites it. Okay? He's just this... Minor character. He's not a minor character. He is. He's all over the place, and he's just like... Looks like he's made of goo, of like glue or liquid paper <laughs> or something. Like, he's the pastiest motherfucker you ever saw in your life. And he's just there to whine at the undersecretary. He just really bothered me, and I wasn't having any of that. Uh, my... Favorite line is, John, I can't believe you nailed me with this cheap piece of mail-ordered shit. <laughs> when he throws the little belt knife at Yep. Um, I have multiple tertiary objects. You get one. But I'm going to go with Calderon, which is the character, the guy that plays Tombs. Just because I'm like... like an onion. Yes. Because that guy's just... He's just a really great background character. <laughs> so he's my favorite tertiary object. Uh, this movie's great. You should watch it a million times. Yay. Carmen. All right. My favorite character, I also went with John. Mm -hmm. My least favorite character, I went with Con. The guy from Elf. My favorite scene was the opening scene when he does the whole body switch ninja thing. Mm -hmm. And my favorite line was, where is this earth? Welcome. Oh, you stole my line. <laughs> That's a good one. And my favorite tertiary object were the blue lines that that happened when they shot the rail guns. <laughs> the green. The, the curly Q things? The curly Q ones. Yeah. Not the green, I'm oh. scanning your body, but the curly Q, we just fired when they When they were oh. showing the, the bullet. like The, the Morbius effect. Like... <laughs> Yeah, or like when jets fly past, because it's practically moving yeah. at the speed of light. <laughs> I enjoyed that, and yeah. I'm gonna maybe it. All right, I thought it was all right. It sounds like a yay to me, but whatever. Yeah, you set it up. That I thought it was a yay. Kind of let down there. Uh, my favorite character is John Kruger. My least favorite character is Khan. <laughs> my favorite line was. Um, I bet uh, you must know a secret handshake. <laughs> she shakes his ass. My favorite scene is the Jurassic Park uh, montage with the Alec dials. 
<laughs> Crackle Gators. Crackle Gators. Every object is you have to look for it next time you watch it. Um, Arnold wears this badass fucking distressed leather jacket that one time when he walks in. Usually, <laughs> usually he's Tyler's wearing like nice jacket. Usually yeah. he's wearing this Ninja Turtle trench coat that I'm like whatever that looks like trash. But he wears this <laughs> nice ass fucking leather uh, coat when he comes in one time. And I'll yay it. Sorry. That's a yay. If it's on. And what, also, what was with the weird holographic sights on the pistols? Oh <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. All right, so my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time picking either between John and Lee. Because I really mm-hmm. like Lee. She was a really good character. Mm-hmm. She was. She was. So I'm going to go with Lee because you all went with John. Okay. Give her, give her a little love. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is going to be Johnny because his accent was fucking terrible. <laughs> and it offended me. I think that's how he actually talks. I don't think that's how he talks. <laughs> this is a Papa Genusi's pizza, hey! All that. He was just exaggerating. But. Um, my favorite scene? <sighs> you stole You guys already stole I was going to use the zoo scene. You can use the same you scene. You can both use the zoo scene. Yeah. Who cares? But I guess I'll go with the zoo scene. <laughs> the zoo scene? Is that mm-hmm. my favorite sure. scene? Um, my favorite line Carly stole... Do you need some backups? No. Not the jumping out of the plane with the parachute scene? No. Uh, my favorite line Carly stole, so I'm going to stick with that too because where am I? Earth. Welcome. <laughs> it made me but, laugh. But dude, none of you are going to get my favorite tertiary object. Yeah? Right in the beginning when the FBI is sending Lee into Cybex. Mm-hmm. The brooch? Yes, not the brooch. The Dunkin' Donut, the old school Dunkin' Donuts box. Yeah. Not the new suitcase one where the donuts were on the side. It's like a rectangle. I was like, I remember those. Those were fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but the reason they don't do that anymore is because you would get like the frosted one, it would get stuck to the little yes. top. Yeah. That's why they lay them down. But I was like, old school Dunkin' Donuts box. That's my object. No one's stealing that shit. <laughs> okay. You're and right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet the three of you didn't even see it. Nope. No, I did because I was like, they have two pizza boxes, a Dunkin' Donut box, <laughs> three Pringle that. cans, two Coke uh, two liters. I was like, these guys are eating some trash while they're waiting for whatever's going on. She was and only in the building for 15 minutes. They were not playing. And of course, I will yay this movie. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Alternate favorite tertiary objects. I didn't ask you for those. Balloons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the ponytail on that red-headed IT guy. The, the terabyte disc from yeah. 1996. <laughs> Alternate favorite lines. When the mobsters get to the docks and Sorry. they're arguing with the guard... And he says, are you threatening us? And the mobsters go, absolutely. <laughs> also, one of my favorite tertiary objects is talking about the reporter. He's, John says, did somebody take her out? And he goes, peeled her like an onion. If she knew anything, she talked. <laughs> like, this is not the Punisher, by the way. I'm so glad you did that. All right, Carly. I'm vamping while you find your song. All right. I, I was ready. Please okay, find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. That's where you can contact us and find us and listen to lots of other episodes. Yeah. Peruse our Facebook page and if you want to see stuff that Tony posts. Next week on, on the, the podcast. podcast. For Tony wait, what? <laughs> for, for Tony's, Tony's pick. Alright. I'm I'm going to do it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Cage's two thousand nine. Knowing. Oh. Yes. Someone with the bees? No, that's the Wicker Man. That's it. This is the one where they find a time capsule that kids buried 
and has all these crazy numbers in it and he gets obsessed with it and starts to find out that it's predicting the numbers tragedy. are predicting predicting deaths. Way to spoil this movie for me. Well no, that's not the that's not the spoil of the movie. <laughs> that's just that's just in the beginning of the trailer. So I'm I'm listening to Vaseline. <laughs> I'm deep in the back catalog. You saved the and best I was listening to Hot Tub Time Machine. Nice. And we wanted, went on a 20-minute tangent about body swap movies. Did we? Yes, yeah. we did. Wow. Because really? they went back in time and they're their younger selves. Okay. Oh, my God. How often has this conversation come up? And we talk about we Freaky Friday at oh, yeah? 18 again. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Looks like we need to go back and listen to it. It was wow. really funny. And I was like, oh, my God. When it really it's funny. crazy how shit will flip around in your mind. And it's you funny how we talk about stuff, and then years later, it comes right back up. Yeah, That's all right. I hear that a lot. I, I listen to the podcast, and I do it all the time, and I'll comment what I comment now while I'm listening to it, like, same cadence, same time, and everything, and I don't remember saying it. Mm-hmm. I just I've heard plenty of us say, say weird shit on the podcast and then go back on it. Like, I've heard plenty of people times that will go, Oh man, you know, we need to do such and such movie, and then we do it, and everybody's like, that movie's trash. <laughs> or, or the opposite. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, we also talk about, like, uh, my birthday pick that you I did Transformers. Mm-hmm. And, or you did pick Transformers, mm-hmm. and you made me pick between Transformers and Be Dazzled, and I was like, yeah, I remember not liking Be Dazzled, but I'm pretty sure if we did it. Yeah, you like it? <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of movies that we we pick or something, and I'm just like, oh, this movie this sucks. Or this, this movie outro awesome. is taking forever. I'm, and then when you watch it again, are we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to now. <laughs>